Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about understanding the covert narcissist because you don't get it till you get it with a covert narcissist. And in the beginning, you're not going to get it. In the beginning, you're going to get mixed signals from a covert narcissist because at times they could be very nice. At times they could show you fake empathy. So you get confused when this person gets cold on you, gets distant on you, um, is not there for you. See, the whole thing, when you think covert narcissists, the first thing that should come into your mind is fake, phony, and full of shit, okay? And you won't find that out till later on after knowing the covert narcissist because what the covert narcissist does is they make a lot of promises that they don't keep. They'll say they'll be there for you. They may be there for you once and then disappear. They love to ghost on you. They love to not reply to your texts. They love to dismiss you. So you've really got to understand the covert narcissist. Covert narcissists are basic cowards. That's what they are. They don't know how to communicate. They can never sit down and be, you know, completely transparent. They can't open up to you. So there's always a, a wall up when you're dealing with a covert narcissist because they don't trust. That's the big issue. They don't trust and they're very, very jealous. They're jealous. They're envious. Um, you know, they put on a smile. They're the kinds that smile to your face and stab you in the back. They always play the poor me syndrome. So a covert narcissist, you know, they always try to pretend like they're the nice guy. And they're the ones also that create the reactive abuse. They're the slippery snakes that will smile to your face and, and completely lie to you till you blow your top, all right? And that's what they want to do. And they want to do that in front of other people to try to make you look like you're crazy. Covert narcissists, their game is to make you look like they're you're crazy so that nobody gives you any, you know, nobody respects you, nobody gives you any credit. So when you deal with a covert narcissist, you have to be really, you have to keep your mouth shut with them. Don't tell them too much of your personal business because they'll use it against you and they will gossip about you behind your back. And you've got to be able to recognize that covert narcissist. How are you going to know that covert narcissist? The minute that you see that dismissal, the minute that they, you see the text was sent and it's read and then they don't respond to you. The first thing that should come into your brain is, I'm dealing with a covert narcissist here that's not acknowledging me, that's not validating me. Maybe I'm contacting them because I need something and they don't want to do it, okay? When they pretended that they were there for you, but then they they come back later on and they disappear if you call them out on it and say, you know, what happened? You never responded to my texts. They'll say something like, oh, you know, I didn't have my phone on me. They'll come up with every excuse in the book, Okay. The bottom line is when you deal with covert narcissist, you're dealing with somebody who always gives you excuses, okay? This is what they love to do. And they love to triangulate as well. What they do is they use other people to gang up against you, okay? And they'll do it with like subtle jabs behind your back. They'll say something like, oh, you know, so-and-so, they're a very angry person, you know, they're always like raising their voice or something like that, or they're never happy. See, they project onto you what they are. When they say that you're not happy, oh, you're never happy, 
They're the ones who are never happy. When they say you are negative, they're the ones who are negative. What they're trying to do is they're basically just trying to discredit you. This is the goal of a covert narcissist is to discredit you and get any kind of supply. And their main source of supply for a covert narcissist, they're all about the money. Trust me when I tell you, because I've dealt with them. I got them in my family. I I've, I was married to one. They are all about the money. They hide money. They play the pauper. And, you know, they're, mo- they're driven by money. They're going to be nice to the people that have the money to try to win them over. Okay? Wherever you see a crowd of people and there's somebody, you know, that's the prominent one or the established one, that is the one that the covert narcissist is going to, you know, move over to because they want to be around, you know, they're worried about status. They're worried about money. They're worried about image. They are extremely insecure. So how are they going to tarnish your image? they're going to put you down and say, like, you have mental problems. They love to use the mental card. Oh, you know, I'm really concerned about you. I really think you need some help. Or they'll say, oh, you know, it's always drama with you. It's always drama with you. Because if you bring up something they don't want to hear, it's always drama, okay? The bottom line is a covert narcissist, when they, when they don't want to hear something, okay, they're going to put you down and discredit your character. And the reason that they do that is because you're disturbing their day. See, a covert narcissist doesn't want to be burdened. They don't want to be inconvenienced. And if you ever marry one, this is the way they are with their kids. You're going to be doing all the work. The covert narcissist is going to come up with excuses or play, you know, the poor me. I can't do that. I can't pick up the kid from school. I can't take the kid to the doctor. I have this going on. I have that going on. They are never there for anybody when they have to put themselves out. Okay. That's why they suck. Okay. I'm just going to say it like it is. They suck because they pretend to be in your corner and they're not in your corner. Okay. Somebody who's in your corner will always be in your corner and will always have your back. And that is not a covert narcissist. A covert narcissist will not have your back. How do they fool people? Because they might do something once in a while for you, or, you know, they might be there once in a while for you and then say they're there for you, but then they're not there. Okay. This is what causes the confusion with the covert narcissist because they portray one thing, but their actions show something else. Okay. And the biggest way a covert narcissist deals with things that they don't want to deal with is by ghosting. It's the best excuse in the world. My, my battery died. Oh, I didn't have Wi-Fi. Oh, I was working. There's always an excuse with a covert narcissist. And this is how they try to portray that image of being the good guy. And then if you call them out on it, they'll say, why are you getting so angry? There's something wrong with you. Why are you so sensitive? You know, I really was sleeping. I really was sick. And they love the sick excuse, you guys. The covert narcissist always loves to play sick to get out of doing something. If you ever seen covert narcissistic in-laws, they are the deadliest, worst people you will ever deal with because what they do is they play the victim to their kids by using sickness or, you know, oh, nobody calls me. Oh, I wasn't feeling good. And they 
they play upon the sympathy of your partner, okay, their child. So they are horrible. If you have a covert narcissistic in-law, get out now. Run, don't walk, okay? Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I dealt with one of the worst. And I, I, and I was married to a covert narcissist who was horrible, Har still is horrible, still in and out of court seven years later. So I think I know what the fuck I'm talking about, you guys, all right? And I'm trying to warn you so that you don't get, you know, involved with these kind of people. They, they have, the thing with a, with a covert narcissist is that they are just massively insecure. They can't handle being taken on toe-to-toe. -to -toe. When you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a covert narcissist, they're either going to say you have mental issues they're going to be sarcastic or they're going to yes you to death and say, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They're going to patronize you and treat you like a jerk or they're going to dismiss you and make like they don't hear you. Okay. But I'll tell you one thing about a covert narcissist. You could always spot a covert narcissist by those deep hole black eyes that they have. Okay. It's like windows to the devil. And that's what they are. They are soulless people. And I'm going to say it. And the reason that they're soulless is because they don't really care about doing the right thing. They're liars, okay? And they don't care about humanity. They don't have empathy. They don't even have empathy for their own children. They will hurt their spouse if they're mad at them, and they don't care if it hurts the child. In other words, they might spite their spouse by not picking up the kids for a weekend, and they're hurting their children, all right? Or they'll talk badly about their spouse. They'll disparage their spouse. You're hurting the children, okay? They're not there for the hard times, you know? And a covert narcissist, you know, they also are very sneaky when it comes to inheritances. In other words, they're the ones who are going to get the power of attorney signed over to them and screw everybody else out of the, their inheritances when the person with money in the family dies. They're snakes. They're deadly, okay? They're, and the way that they do it is they play up to these people with kindness and flattery. This is what they do. They, they kill, this is their tool, is, is trying to be the good guy. I'm the good guy. I'm the covert narcissist. Uh, everybody likes me. And what they also love to do is they love to say, you have no friends. And meanwhile, the only friends they have are acquaintances. They don't have close friends because they're not a good friend and they can't keep a good friend. But what they do is they're going to project that onto you and say, you have no friends or you don't have, you don't have a lot of friends like I have. Like with a covert narcissist, it's a popularity contest. Who's the most popular? That means they're worth something. Who's the best looking? Who's got the most money? All of these are superficial and important to the covert narcissist, Okay. And that's why if you, even if you're friends with a covert narcissist, if you have another person that comes into the group that maybe is a good looking person or has something going for them, that covert narcissist is going to be chummy with them and leave you as an outsider and isolate you. They'll get together with that friend and they won't even include you because they, they're not equal and fair. A covert narcissist divides a family. They don't unite a family. And this is why we have so many broken families because of the covert narcissist playing up to people. So what they are, you guys, is basically a master manipulator. They, they manipulate people with kindness 
to get what they want out of them. And the same thing happens in dating. They manipulate people, uh, you know, by being overly nice, giving them a lot of attention, love bombing them. And then, you know, they're in for the kill, whatever they're after. It could be sex. It could be money. It could be a place to live or something like that. When they really are not into that person, they're just looking to use somebody. So covert narcissists are not only networkers, they're users as well. They use people for whatever purpose and they have no empathy and they don't care who they hurt along the way, okay? They are demons and I'm going to say this. And I had somebody get on a post and said, you know, I don't like when you call narcissists demons and everything, you know. We're all God's children, and I believe that they could be fixed and everything like that. And I said to her, I said, listen, you've got to think out of the box, all right? And what I meant by that is this. A covert narcissist is, you know, they don't care who they hurt. They can't self-reflect. So if you can't self-reflect and you don't see anything is wrong with what you're doing, how are you going to change that? You can't. It's like this, you guys. Yes, we're all God's children, but you know what? Not everybody is going to be fixed. Not everybody is going to see the light. Not everybody knows the meaning of life or has morals and values. So we are not all the same. And the reason that uh, a narcissist and covert narcissist, the reason that they're demons is because they hurt people with their own agendas, all right, they mislead people, they're deceitful, and they hurt people with their own agendas. And some of them cause a lot of damage. They break up families. You end up in court. You spend thousands of dollars on attorneys. You have children who, you know, don't know what's going on that end up with, you know, anxiety and depression who need to be in therapy, by the way, because of the games of the fucking covert narcissist. They are horrible parents, horrible, horrible, horrible. And you know what happens to them later on? Their children don't want anything to do with them because as kids get older, they start to see the toxicity and they realize, you know what? My parent was toxic. I, I don't, or I, rem I remember my parent abandoned me or didn't come and get me on weekends or didn't do what they were supposed to do. Later on, children see it. And most of them don't want to be bothered with that covert narcissistic parent. I always say, you know, people say, do, you know, do narcissists get back in the end? You know, do they get their karma? They absolutely get their karma, but it happens later in life. It happens, most of the time it happens later when they're older, okay? Because that's when nobody wants to be around them. That's when people remember all the hard, shitty things that they did to them. And now these people that were good-hearted won't give that narcissist the time of day or that covert narcissist the time of day because they remember the awful things that that covert narcissist did, okay? So they do get it back, all right? And they also get sick too because they live a very fast lifestyle. You know, they can never sit home. They've always got to be out where the action is. You know, they're of the night or they're always going, going because, you know, they, they've got to get that instant, you know, gratification of pleasure to be where the excitement is. You know, it's, it's like a drug to them. They need excitement. Covert narcissists need constant excitement. Okay. 
So the thing is this, you guys, you're going to recognize these people because, you know, a lot of times too, they'll have a miserable face on. You'll be talking and that covert narcissist just sits there with the miserable face. I know that face all so well, you guys, and I saw that face in court oh so well, still miserable, you know, 15 years later. And I'm telling you, once a narcissist, always a narcissist. Understand that. These people are, are demons. They have no heart. They have no soul. They are miserable people. And that is their weakness. They are miserable and will never be happy. A narcissist is never satisfied, will never be happy. Okay. Because they're unhappy inside and have that emptiness inside them. So when you recognize the passive aggressive, you know, manner of those narcissists, they do things like, you know, they'll leave something out on purpose. They'll slam a door on purpose. Everything is passive aggressive with the covert narcissist to try to hurt you, you know, and even not even responding to your texts. passive aggressive. Okay. It's dismissive. And I had a man say, ask me about that. And I said, it's dismissive. She's dismissing you like you're nothing. And this is exactly what a covert narcissist goal is to try to make you feel like you're nothing. When in fact they're projecting again, because they are nothing, they are nothing inside but what they're doing is they're projecting all of that toxicity of miserableness of them having a very small ego and feeling like they're inferior. And what are they going to do? They're going to push it onto you. They're going to put it onto you rather so that you feel low and that makes them feel better. And that's what makes them a fucking demon because they hurt people that way. They don't care about hurting people. The number one, like I had somebody ask me, you know, do narcissists, do they intentionally hurt people? Narcissists may intentionally hurt people if they're sadistic, okay? And they may not intentionally hurt them. It's just that they hurt them along the way because they're trying to get something out of them. And if that person gets hurt, oh, well. But in any event, you've got to know the red flags of the covert narcissist. Go listen to my other podcasts on this and understand you're talking passive-aggressive, you're talking coward, you're talking dismissive, you're talking insecure, you know, flip the blame, a stonewall, silent treatment, rolling the eyes, sarcastic. All of these are traits of the covert narcissist. And most importantly, most importantly, is that they can't fucking communicate. So you will never... Listen to me when I tell you years I tried to communicate with my ex, years, and I was just not touch, touching his soul because he had that wall up and he couldn't communicate. Everything was passive aggressive and, and sarcasm. And I struggled for many years trying to figure it out till I got out of that marriage. And then I realized I was dealing with a very toxic, you know, damaged person because his mother was a covert is a covert narcissist and very toxic very controlling of her sons okay and this is this is what it is a lot of times covert narcissists are products of other covert narcissists they've learned it in the household how not to communicate okay they came from a household where you know 
everything was passive aggressive or people didn't communicate. And you also can get a covert narcissist if you have, you come from a household where maybe there was a malignant narcissist as a parent who was, you know, violent or something. Then you get a covert narcissistic child sometimes who, you know, is afraid to communicate because they grew up in a traumatic household. So rather than be open and vulnerable, they've got to be passive aggressive. They're very damaged individuals. In any event, you don't want these people in your fucking life. Get them out. Get them out. They are not in your corner. They are not in your corner and they will go behind your back and talk about your back and try to smear you. And the other thing that you got to remember about a covert narcissist, and this is so important, they will never let you know what's on their minds, okay? Never, never, never will they, never will you know what that covert narcissist is thinking. They'll never show their hand. Understand that. So you've got to read the nonverbal language of that covert narcissist, the rolling the eyes, the blank stare, you know, the smirky smile, you know, um, the turning their back to you, the ignoring you when you come in a room and make like they don't even know you. These are all signs and traits of a covert narcissist. They can't confront you. They can't be direct. They can't be transparent. So they have to do it non-verbally, okay? Or sarcastically, or they'll do other things to irritate you. You know, leave dirty dishes in a sink to irritate you if you're a clean person, you know, things along that, those lines. So I hope that helps you guys in trying to understand what a covert narcissist really is. Uh, if you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook. 
at the game exp one two three and also on Instagram, the game exp one two three. Okay, and have a great day. Thank you.